You are listening to the Living Room Confessional Podcast. another podcast. Today I'm going to be talking to Mackenzie Blankship and we're going to be talking about um, taking creative risks. And the reason I chose this topic is because this podcast has been the biggest creative risk that I've ever taken and it was a very scary one. And just the amount of people that I've spoken to who have started their own businesses or they're working on projects or even just doing it a public Instagram account. There's a lot of anxiety and fear and just things that you come up against when you want to put your creativity out there. And so I thought this would be the perfect episode to do with Mackenzie because she just started a new company and she's putting herself out there. And we basically had a lot of the same struggles in kind of building up the courage and taking opportunities to take a creative risk and just put ourselves out there. And so with this episode, I'm hoping that anybody who is going through this and who's struggling from it can just kind of take note of the things that we talk about and can navigate their way through whatever struggles they're going through. So it's not too long of an episode, but we do hit a lot of really good points. And obviously this recording (laughs) is being done after I recorded the episode. And I do want to say I am new to podcasting. And one of the funniest things that happened during um, recording this episode was one of my biggest fears is interviewing somebody. I'm really excited to talk to them. And then I forget to hit record or something like technically goes wrong because I have Chris on the technical side that helps me. And um, sometimes I am by myself when I actually do the recordings. And basically when this recording happened, I actually forgot to hit record. So we sat and talked for about 45 minutes before I realized that I wasn't recording the episode. So you're technically getting part two and it's still really good, but... I really thought my heart was going to fall out of my chest. I was freaking out so badly, but Mackenzie was such a good sport and she hung in there with me. And this just kind of proves my point in other episodes when I say work with and surround yourself with people who support you and will be your cheerleader. She really came through for me and just put my mind at ease and we were able to record and get the episode done. But this just goes to show um, how relevant a lot of these topics are because they hit me (laughs) on a daily basis. And I know that other people who are starting businesses or doing projects of their own are going to hit these milestones or are going to have things like this happen to them. So I really hope that you guys enjoy this episode and you can take away... um, from our experiences and the things that we've learned and we're able to kind of help and guide you in some way to help you get over a roadblock or navigate your way through or around something that may be coming towards you and you just don't even know it yet. But I'm going to stop talking now (laughs) and I hope you guys have a great week.
Thank you for coming back to another episode and I'll talk to you again soon. Okay, so on today's podcast, we have Mackenzie Blankship and she's the owner of Brie Yourself and that is a charcuterie board. How should I say it? Like, she is a cheese board box business, yeah. Okay, so she makes her, oh, God. <laughs> charcuterie boards, which are cheese and dessert boards. And we're going to talk today about taking creative risks. So thank you for coming on, Mackenzie. Can you give the audience a little bit of background about yourself and just kind of introduce yourself? Sure. Um, so my name is Mackenzie. Um, I am a mom. I've been married to my lovely husband for five years now. Um, and, uh, up until, let's see, like three months ago, not even a month ago, I, um, have been a stay-at-home mom and focusing on my family. Um, but I now have a new business. So that's a little bit about me. All right. Well, can you tell us a little bit about how you start, how Brie yourself got started? Sure. Um, my husband and I, uh, we're visiting my in-laws, and um, I've always had a passion for building and making cheese boards. Um, I have a love for that. I do it every single time someone comes over. So um, we were on our way home, and a neighbor of mine who I um, give a lot of credit to for starting my business um, reached out to me, and she's like, girl, if you're going you're gonna to do this, you, you better jump on it, because there are other people that are starting to have this kind of idea, too. And I was like, oh, fine. So I looked at my husband and I was like, okay, let's, let's just start brainstorming. And he looked at me uh, probably a couple of minutes later and he was like, free yourself. He was like, can be just free yourself. And I was like, no, free yourself. I was like, this is fabulous. That is the perfect name. <laughs> so I um, got on GoDaddy and immediately bought the um, URL for free yourself. Um, paid $13 for it. Steal, because there's lots of URLs out there on GoDaddy that are... Um, very expensive. Yeah. Um, got an Instagram account, got a Facebook account, got an email set up and the rest is kind of history. We were done the preliminary kind of work, so to speak, for social media um, of, of making sure that we were able to go live eventually or, or to start the business. Now, did you always want to start your own business or was this something that just kind of popped up as something you just wanted to try now? Nope. Always had an entrepreneurial spirit. Um, worked for a lot of um, startup companies, but never felt fulfilled in those roles because um, when you're working with a startup, it's very difficult to have um, what I would call creative autonomy because you are being filtered through upper management, which is essentially the owner of the business. Mm -hmm. um, so when you bring them ideas or things that are new or it might be a little bit different from what they had thought about, um, it's much harder for them it's not as easy for them to be like yes and open being open and accepting to a new idea yeah um which now that I own my own business I totally I totally understand yeah because when you start a business your business is like your baby you don't want anybody yeah, else you, mm -hmm. nobody needs to tell you how to raise your own child no. <laughs> like that. exactly yes that's a very good analogy absolutely that's a very good analogy so what are your creative influences for Brie yourself so I do follow um, several um, people on Instagram that have larger followings of um, charcuterie um, 
boxes and they do different things. And um, one thing I love about the charcuterie industry itself or the, the direction it's going is that it, the possibilities of it are, are, are limitless. Like you can mm-hmm. do so many things with it. Um, but to answer your question, um, Instagram, I have a lot of Instagram people that I, I kind of take a look at just to see um, what I'm doing versus what they're doing. Um, are we, are our, is our pricing aligned or is my pricing better? I mean, are you, it's competitive market, right? You gotta, yes. you gotta do some, some analysis. Um, but yeah, I'm, that's kind of where I get my creative side, right? I look at other people and seeing what they're doing. Now, do you consider this just for me? <laughs> yeah. Well, do you consider this your creative outlet or do you do other things as well? Um, I would consider this my creative outlet. For sure. Okay. Okay. Now you just said you did work nine to five. Now, do you find this to be more fulfilling because one of the things I love to talk about on this podcast is your purpose. And um, a lot of these businesses that people are starting and they're taking these creative risks and things like that. I always wonder if they feel like this is in line with your purpose, something you're supposed to be doing. Does it connect you to something that you feel is greater than you and you can kind of build upon for your future? Yeah. If that um, makes sense. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, 100%. Um I do think this is a part of my purpose. So when I worked in the, um, for my startup companies, like I loved the, um, the flexibility that my bosses had. I mean, even though I was working the nine to five, I love the flexibility that they came and went, um, they were in meetings or they were going out and doing some of their own marketing or doing their sales or, you know, just having these conversations and growing their network and their business. Um, and although I was a part of that, it wasn't, it wasn't mine. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't, yes, I did receive, you know, acknowledgement or, you know, you know, encouragement along the way, you're doing a good job and, and those types of things, but they, it wasn't mine. Um, and so when I finally um, opened for yourself, um, and I've also done, just so you know, I've done a lot of MLM companies too. So like I've worked, I've sold wine. Um, a lot of them, you know, it's a fancy word for a pyramid company. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, um, and I never felt fulfilled in it. And I always felt like um, I was just pushing something, but it wasn't meaningful. Like it was just like, here's yeah. some product, like love it, don't love it. Here it is. You weren't really connected um, to it. And it wasn't, I, I didn't, yeah, no, I didn't bring life into it. Like it wasn't meaningful to me. Um, and Bree Yourself is absolutely meaningful to me. And it's been amazing to me how I prayed on this. And I, you know, I told, I told God, you know, like, Lord, if this is something that you want me to do, it's a little out of my comfort zone. It's not something that I would have ever thought about doing. Mm-hmm. But if it's something that you want me to be doing, then let that, that, that door be opened. But if it's not, then shut the door. Like I don't need to, I can focus on something else or maybe this isn't my calling or my direction. But the ease at which I've been able to do everything, finding the URL, it was available. You know, finding, getting my Instagram account, which if you've ever had to purchase or tried to go find another Instagram name, 
it's not easy. It really is that. <laughs> a lot of them are taken. So the fact that the ease at which I've been able to go through and, and check, 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 and there hasn't been this huge roadblock. Okay. The only roadblock I've had is myself and yes. putting myself out there and being, and, you know, and, and taking a step back and I am worth it. I am worthy. I'm deserving. And I can, I can do this. And, you know, not having that negative self-talk and getting out of the lifeboat and saying, yes, God, let's go. And let me tell you, when you finally say, let's go, it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. And it's so worth it. So Brie Yourself is definitely, I would say it's been my purpose for sure. So when you say getting out of the lifeboat, what do you mean by that? So my pastor, um, a couple weeks ago, actually when COVID first started, there was a lot of fear. Everyone was really um, upset, up in arms, you know, with what's next? Like, what do we do? Like, nobody, nobody kind of knew anything. Um, and my pastor, I was watching Couch Church because we couldn't go to church. And he was talking about if you, if you let fear control you or take over your life, you will never do anything. You will always remain stagnant. You will always stay in the same exact place. You will not grow. You will just remain. And he said, you've got to be willing to get out of the lifeboat, take your life jacket off and to let go and let God, like let him lead you and know that he is, he's there to support you. Like once you get out of that lifeboat, he's, he's your life jacket. Like he's going to be able to, to, to take you, to pick you up and, and to carry you forward. Um, and that was with me was kind of like a turning point of it, my own insecurities of what are people going to think of me? What are they going to say? Um, are they going to like my idea of a cheese, you know, cheese box business? Are they going to think it's silly? Um, and my insecurity was literally taking that life jacket off and getting out of the lifeboat and just saying, here I am, I'm going to do it. And just to, to allow him to, um, to move in my life. Yeah, I love that. And I think the whole point of this episode, taking a creative risk, is that you can't play it safe. The whole point of a risk is jumping out of your comfort zone. There's a saying that I've heard that says, you don't actually start living until you burst out of your bubble. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> I've lived in a bubble <laughs> for years. And you will not imagine the possibilities, the things that you will be exposed to, the things that you can do when you just step out of your comfort zone and do something that scares you. Mm -hmm. And the, there's always, everybody has an opinion. There's always going to be people that are negative that don't agree with what you do. But if it's something that you really believe in and something that you truly want, you're going to have to just block out the naysayers and keep, and just, keep going forward with what you want to do. Because other than that, if you start believing that you're going to stop working towards what it is, whatever it is that you want to do. Oh, and yeah, you have to have thick skin for sure. Absolutely. And you can't grow from that. So I just, I absolutely love the stepping out of the life, but I think I've said that to two people since you said that to me last time. Now you started a business during COVID. And which a lot of people are doing, but with that comes a lot of issues and stress and strain because everything's different now. Have you experienced anything since? Um, the only, um, surprisingly, no. I, I will say the only issue that I that has come up since COVID um, was sanitation and how I 
how I make my or curate my boxes or my boards um, and whether or not I have cheese that is wrapped or, you know, how, how am I handling my, um, my meats, my cheeses and, and building my boxes. Um, that's been the only, the only issue that I've had with COVID. Um, you know, COVID actually has been a, um, a blessing for my business because people are staying in. So what, a, how, how awesome of a date night is it to, your spouse has no idea, your girlfriend, boyfriend has no clue. You pick up a bottle of wine and you grab a, you know, a box that I've made. Um, and you surprise them at home with that or with some flowers or whatever. Like that's a great date night. I mean, that is. Pers- even if you're by yourself, that's still a yes, great even idea. If you're by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, how has your family responded to it? Is everybody really um, been supportive? Yes. Um, so my husband's always been really supportive of any kind of like venture I've ever had. He's always been the voice of reason for mm-hmm. sure, because I'm definitely the spontaneous, like, let's do it. Um, like I probably would run around with my hair on fire. I mean, um, <laughs> he's always been the one that's like, okay, no, let's, you know, think about how much is this going to cost? How much are you going to need? You know, what is, you know, um, if you got to get rid of something, like what's that going to look like? So he's my spreadsheet builder. I'm not that's, about. that's great to have. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm definitely the creative, spontaneous, outgoing one. And he's my brain. <laughs> <laughs> He's the one that tells me no. It's bad. Um, yes, he's been super supportive. Um, I couldn't ask for a better partner, um, not only in my business, but in life in general. Well, that's good because I think it's very important that when you are embarking on a new journey or trying to start a company or doing something different, um, it's very important for you to have a support system, somebody to keep you grounded, to help you keep going, to help you out when you get stuck. So I'm very happy to hear that. And it can be your husband, it can be your friend, but you just need to find that support. It can be a network online. You, a lot of people, you don't even want to tell people that, you know, when you're starting because (laughs) your family and your friends are your toughest critics sometimes. So I think it's just very important to make sure that when you are taking a creative risk, starting a business, whatever it is that you want to do, make sure you have somebody there who is supporting you that can be with you through it. And if you don't have it, you can find it online. You find yourself a mentor, um, anything. You can (laughs) find somebody who is already doing what you do and just talk to them and let them help guide you. But I think it's very important to make sure that you surround yourself with like-minded people and people who have your best interest in heart to help you keep going. Mm-hmm. I call it being equally yoked. Yes. It's a good one for it. Because <laughs> you only think about that when you're trying to get married or something like that. But it but does it's apply. True. It's the same thing. It's the same thing with um, people uh, like finding like-minded people to surround yourself with. Okay. Well, my next question is about purpose. This is a big part of like the podcast. So, so what would you tell somebody who is thinking about taking creative risk? Would you be able to give them any advice to kind of help them get started? Absolutely. Wow. Um, <laughs> I, I guess I believe in yourself. It's, it's so hard, you know, especially as, as women, we're constantly 
judging every, you know, looking at every single aspect of our life um, and, and whether it's physical appearance or am I, am I doing a good job, you know, a good job at work? Am I a good mom? Um, am I a good wife or am I a good sister? Am I a good, you know, friend? Like we have so many things that we, we place upon ourselves, so many burdens. Look within yourself. You are enough, I guess, is something that I would tell somebody that's wanting to take a creative risk and to get out of a lifeboat. You're enough. And you, even if you do fall down a couple of times and you find yourself picking yourself up by the bootstraps, you are still enough because there are plenty of people that are on the sidelines that haven't even done it yet, that haven't even jumped in. And it is worth it. It's worth it. The experience that you get, the people that you meet. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're worth it. Just jump out. You, you got it. I mean, and if, if you do sink a little bit, there are always people that are around you that you probably wouldn't even thought of mm-hmm. that are there to encourage you and, and to say, keep going. Like I've had so many people reach out to me and just say how proud the people that I haven't talked to in years that are That's just like, awesome. I just want you to know how proud I am that you have started your own business. Like that takes, that takes gut, it takes grit. It takes work. And, you know, it keeps you going. You might have a bad day. You're like, yeah, like uh, sales aren't as you know, good as I thought they were going to be today. Or, you know, I haven't had anything in like a week or, you know, whatever you're maybe going through at the time. But there's always somebody that's right there when you think that things are going bad. It sends you a message and just says, I'm proud of you. Keep going. You got this. I think this is wonderful what you're doing. And you, that's just enough life to, to spark you to keep moving. But my advice is do it. You will regret it a hundred percent if you don't. Absolutely. And I do want to touch on before we um, kind of start closing out, finding your creative path can be a very kind of tricky journey. Mm. Um, A lot of people you're interested in a lot of things, but I think when you're starting out, you kind of need to find something that you enjoy doing, something that is fulfilling and Mm. something that you won't mind doing long-term creating businesses, following dreams. Um, just when you're chasing something, it keeps you up at night. You have to work 10 times harder. So you need to make sure it's something that really means something to you. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And so based on where you started, do you feel like, um, your journey was easy to kind of like finding your creative path or did you go over a couple of hurdles before you were kind of really just, there? I think I've always been kind of in, in my own way. Um, I, I've wanted several times to kind of pull the trigger on opening up businesses. And for whatever reason, it just never was the right time. Or, you know, I, I've, um, my best friend and I at one point talked about opening up a business too, and we we're going to have something just online, not even a storefront. And something has always gotten in the way. To me, I took it as the Holy Spirit saying, it's not the right time. Yeah. This isn't this isn't what you need to be doing. And to be honest, it hurt because there were definitely times I was absolutely ready to pull the trigger and I was really invested and getting told no, especially in the spiritual sense. Um, it kind of sucks because you, you, you sit back and go, well, well, why? Like why, why, you know, you're like, this is going to be a really good time or, oh, this is great. And then it ends up not being, not being the right, not being the right time. But, um, with Brie herself, I didn't have any obstacles. Everything just kind of fell into place with things I needed to do um, to get it started. 
And the more I, I got started with it, the, the more excited I became and realized that this could be something that would be long-term, not just something that I could do for the next like couple of years. This is something that I could take to um, a storefront and have, you know, a, a wine and cheese business. So I'm excited for the potential of, of what Brew Yourself can be. And let's say, I mean, the branding on it, I mean, come on. I mean, it's such a good name. <laughs> it is. <laughs> uh, so uh, I, I'm really excited to see where, where I end up and where I go. And, um, but I have not had a lot of obstacles um, I, with, with, with Brew Yourself because the timing was right. And I was being told, yes, the door, I didn't have to, I didn't have to struggle. I didn't have to work hard at it. It just kind of. Start falling into place. It was easy. Mm -hmm. It was easy. Um, And to be honest, that's the scary part is when something is so easy because you look back and go, well, this this whole time I've been being told, no, this is not going to work out for for whatever reason. And and now you've got something that's being laid in your lap and it's just easy. You're like, well, wait a minute. Is this right? Am, am I do, is this okay? Like what is this supposed to be happening like this? You just kind of freak out a little bit, but it's a blessing and it's awesome. That means to me, that means that it's meant to be. If you actually listen to the other podcast episodes before this, Ben and John, um, who talk on those podcasts, they said the exact same thing. The podcast for me is the exact same thing. I have been trying to do this for two years and I kept trying to do it. I think it was about three different times with other people never worked out. It always stopped at the exact same point. And I'd always feel bad. And I'm like, what did I do wrong? Should I not have reached out to them? And literally it wasn't until I literally just had a gut feeling. I'm like, I I need to do this by myself. I prayed about it. I just started writing all my ideas down and everything fell into place. When I needed somebody to help me out with the tech side, my friend Chris popped up. It <laughs> just everything fell into place and it became so easy. And to me, that tells me that I'm doing the right thing. It's the right time. And this is what I'm meant to be doing at this point in my life. So mm-hmm. I completely agree with that. Everybody says to go with your gut, but honestly, it's almost a feeling as if it's out of your hands. And mm-hmm. so, and that's to me what going with your gut is. It's when mm-hmm. somebody else or something else is directing you and it's time for you to just follow and stop trying to lead yourself. Yeah, you're not in control. Absolutely. So I am so excited for your business and I think Thank for yourself you. is going to be huge and fantastic. Can you tell everybody, um, like, let's plug your Instagram and your website and the Facebook so they know where to find you. Yeah, so my Instagram and my Facebook are both the same. So it's at Brew Yourself Boxes and Boards. Um, and then my email is Brew Yourself Boxes and Boards at gmail.com. Fantastic. So pretty easy. Yes. Now, since you are on the living room confessional, we require a confession before we end this episode. <laughs> okay, so Mackenzie, what's your confession today? That I, I frequently pee in the pool. (laughs) (laughs) And there is absolutely nothing wrong with that. I'm not ashamed. Not ashamed. People cannot say they've never done it. So So I will say this. Um, I was an avid not peer in the pool 
until my husband, who was a lifeguard when he was younger, said that they put so much chlorine in pools that literally, he said like a hundred people would have to be peeing at the pool at the same time for it to be, to do anything to you. So, pee in the pool. <laughs> I think I was like, I was told that, um, I don't know if you've seen the movie, Grown, is it Grown Ups? Where he pees in the pool and it turns blue. Yeah. Yeah. I've never actually seen that. I've been wondering if that's actually like a thing. <laughs> no. It's not. <laughs> no. It does not turn blue. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I would die laughing if I did that. It turned blue though. <laughs> yeah, because then everyone would know. No, 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 no. You gotta you gotta go and then swim away. You don't you don't linger. <laughs> well, that was the best confession ever. So thank you. You're welcome. And thank you for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited for you. This is awesome. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in, you guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you want more information on previous or future episodes, please check out my website at thelivingroomconfessional.com. And you can also check out and follow my IG page at livingroom underscore confessional. Thanks again for tuning in. Bye.